the nonprofit MBA purpose is to provide new business insights and fresh creative ideas for executive directors and their teams that will help them improve their organization. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I'm co-founder and managing partner of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions is a leading provider of lines of credit to nonprofits. Our line of credit program is easy, inexpensive, and costs nothing to set up, making it a great cash backup plan for for your nonprofit. If you'd like to learn more about the program, please visit us at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. And if you decide to apply today, we will even give you a $250 credit on file. Or feel free to give us a call at 862-207-4118. Just remember the time to set up your line of credit is today, not when you have the emergency that comes up. (laughs) Um, And, you know, know, our listeners should know, we have hundreds of uh, small nonprofits that we, that's our clients. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, we honestly get calls saying, thank God they said this, they set up the line of credit and they're glad they're working with us because no one else would. And, you know, all, all this other stuff, it's, it's good. It's nice to be needed. Um, so, you know, just consider getting it up. The PPP money's all running out. And uh, for those of you who took, uh, took advantage of that, and uh, it's good to have a cash backup plan. Today, I am very excited to be speaking with Maribeth Canning from Maribeth Canning Consulting. Uh, Maribeth uh, is a consultant who has served as a nonprofit executive, a chief development officer, and a foundation trustee. Uh, Mrs. Canning has, uh, Ms. Canning has 20 plus years of senior leadership experience creating strategy, influencing culture, and generating record fundraising results. Throughout her career, uh, Maribeth uh, built top performing philanthropy programs and teams in healthcare, including the Dana uh, Farber Cancer Institute. And she has inspired and personally secured uh, multi million dollar transformational gifts and led teams which consistently exceed revenue expectations. Maribeth is a proven leader who succeeded in the face of uncertainty with an entrepreneurial, innovative mindset relative to today's environment. Maribeth uh, Canning Consulting, MCC, partners with nonprofits to create uh, resilient philanthropy and engages uh, challenging, uh, make sure they engage uh, leaders and create paradigm shifts, reshape culture and upgrade operations. Maribeth strengthens skills uh, in producing high-performing world-class fundraising to unlock the power of philanthropy. Uh, Maribeth, thank you and for coming on to today's nonprofit MBA podcast. I'm going to have to cut that bio down. <laughs> you know, it's all good stuff. You know, I, I, I actually like uh, seeing, uh, you know, I think it's fine. That's good. And I appreciate, uh, you know, really going over it. Okay. Um, you know, so today's, t- today's topic is the major gift fundraising playbook. And, uh, you know, I think my, my, my first question of you is tell us what, you know, when you, when you thought about this topic and you talk about the major gift fundraising playbook, tell us what this all means. Um, Major gift fundraising is all about uh, building relationships of trust. And uh, that means that uh, as fundraisers, we need to do our due diligence 
which is about research. Uh, we need to be, um, you know, on, honest and genuine about our interest in learning who the uh, particular individual or foundation funder is. Um, so it's a it's a process, and it's it's all about building a relationship. It's not about what I like to call hit and run giving. You know, we're not yeah. just not like, "Hi, Stephen, it's great to meet you." You know, yeah. I've got a great cause. You've got a lot of money. Can I have some? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, it, it, when you when you were saying that, it it reminded me of this one girl that I had a woman who had working for me, and um, she was a she was in sales. And uh, she before she would make any call, she would make sure she knew everything about the company she was calling, the industry that she was calling on. She spent a lot of time. And I was so impressed with, with her um, diligence in making sure she knew. And her calls, she would make the least amount of calls on clients that we had and she would get the best results. Yeah. So it, it sounded very familiar. Yes, exactly. It's it's about, you know, we have, there's lots of tools to help us and there's also Google. So it really um, makes sense to, you know, do the basic research, um, you know, understand who, who these individuals are and then, you know, what might be their motivation um, for engaging with you. And if you do that work uh, up front, look at their their world and who you might have to do to make the connection for you. You know, if you're able to find the right person to make the connection for you, you know, you are moving forward in that relationship with the trust of the individual who's connecting you. Um, and so you're immediately starting off, you know, ahead of the game. But you've also done your research, so you have in your mind you know, uh, a framework, and then you want to engage in what we call discovery. You want to have a conversation where you are in listening mode um, and you are really uh, engaging the individual in questions that uh, tell you more about them so that, you know, your, you know, your conversation is aligned with what motivates and inspires them. So the first, uh, the first step is really uh, getting into detail about the person, their background, that stuff. Second step is listening, really being a big part of uh, their, um, you know, being present. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the steps first. So those are the two That's of the fun. steps. Yeah. You know, so, so, so first you want to do your due diligence. Second, you want to find – you. You want to do everything you can to find um, an individual to either make an introduction for you or find an individual that's in, you know, is a member of your board, is a member of, you know, what we call the family um, that supports the nonprofit um, because they're an honest, they're what we call an honest broker. For example, I'm, uh, if I'm a paid fundraiser, you know, that takes me one step away from the most honest broker. So if I can find that connection and find a certain level of trust. So if the two individuals went to the same school, for example, 
or, you know, serve in the same industry or live, you know, 10 miles apart from each other. If, if the introduction comes from that individual, I get to kind of own some of the trust that's in that relationship if, if they are kind enough to either accompany me for a visit um, or, you know, do a Zoom call, introduce me by phone. Uh, if I can find that individual, I move like 50 steps ahead um, in the relation in building this relationship of trust. If I can't, I still have this research um, so that I'm I'm you know I'm going into this conversation very well informed and I have a framework and then I'm going to engage them in questions discovery. I'm going to engage them in a conversation which gives me more information so that I really understand, uh, as I said, what motivates and inspires this individual. So the first meeting or the first phone call is really about finding the connection between um, what an individual individual donor or potential donor, you know, what's going to what inspires them and what is it that the organization that I'm uh, representing, what do we have that's a good match? We have lots of things that people um, may want to fund, but I should have those, um, I should have the funding priorities in my mind and be kind of going through my Rolodex and thinking about, you know, which of our initiatives should I have a conversation with them, them about? But they're the driver. And so the real skill, I think we think of a fundraiser as a great presenter and we need to be that, but we also need to be, you know, great listeners. I think that's really the key of a, a good um, major gift uh, fundraiser. So mm. we've done our due diligence. We've moved on. Hopefully we have um, an individual that can make an introduction or engage in the conversation with us and, um, we're listening, uh, we're looking at body language, we're really listening and being present, as you said, that's one of my favorite words because it's very, very rare um, in this world. Everybody's checking their phone or, you know, just strip everything away and be 100% present to this particular individual without an agenda, you know, just understand yeah. you, your goal is to understand who this individual is. I wonder if, if, um, if as you're building the, or having this conversation, mm -hmm. um, if it's, if it's even worth not even turning the corner to introduce your organization, if you, mm -hmm. if you would, if you let the client, so to speak, I'll use the word client, the, the donor, whatever. Respect the yeah. Yeah. If, they, if, if you let them, let them bring it up. Yeah. You know, if you know why you're there, if, you know, if we're talking about major gifts, you know, one of the things that we have, we've done is to make sure they have the capacity to, to make a major gift. You know, we don't want to be asking people for inappropriate size gifts, and I'm not going to ask for the gift in this first meeting. So I can, yeah. you know, I can really lower, I can, you know, I, I don't need to come into it with a um, agenda, of course. I've done my due diligence. I know my organization. I represent them with a ton of enthusiasm, you know, sincere enthusiasm and um, not salesy enthusiasm, but, um, you know, I'm invested in this mission. And so that comes genuine. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Genuine. Authentic. Yeah. But, you know, even those words now sound so, um, I don't know, 
you know, there's there's such a difference between someone who's genuinely invested in uh, in a particular nonprofit that they're representing and somebody who's really, you know, doing sales. There's yeah. a there's a real difference, and we want we want to have a real conversation with this person, and so that requires, you know, really being present. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit weird to say it, but yeah. um, you know, I several years ago, not only several, it's maybe four years ago. You know, it, uh, the singer Lady Gaga, right? Yeah. You know, she, she uh, one of the uh, people who worked for me, she, you know, she kind of brought up the subject of the idea that, you know, like, like that we wanted to be like Lady Gaga because <laughs> she introduced the idea of, of, of being authentic, not, you know, you know, being who you are being the company that who you are and that when she said that, I was like, wow, you know, and what you're seeing in at least the younger generation is that that's what they want. And I'm not suggesting that that is um, the younger generation is the, uh, the donors we're looking at, but I think it's now what I've seen over this, the years, people, you know, are tired of the salesy type of approach. They, want to be heard they want to be listened to they 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 want to be told the truth you know right and And i think the good and the bad you know every organization you know every organization has things that at particular time um are not you know going well and you know that's my value statement um to the individual you know i I'm not, I don't want to give you some song and dance. I want to tell you the truth and we really need your help. Um, But I'm not going to lead with that. I'm going to lead with, I want to know who you are. Um, And see if we're a match, right? See if we're a match, your, your interests, do your interests match up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I have a friend who um, is incredible at so good at networking that he actually, uh, made a company that just um, is built on networking. And I'm not talking about IT. I'm talking about people. Yeah, right. Um, and he, he, his whole attitude, his whole life has been about um, just make friends and, 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 and try to help as a friend to try to help your friend with what they want. And, uh, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, that sounds very similar to this where, you're kind of asking questions. You're learning about the other person. You're not thinking about, you know, closing the deal. You're just thinking about, you know, let's see if there's an alignment here. Right. Right. And I'm, you know, as a, I think, you know, hopefully in people who uh, go into, you know, to be a philanthropic advisor or a major gift officer, hopefully, um, you know, that's a natural skill to them to be naturally curious and yeah. interested in other people. So I think, um, you know, I've just had a, a real privilege of working with individuals who are um, working with major gift officers who are um, truly invested in the in the nonprofit that they're representing. Um, and, you know, there's not... If that's the case, then, you know, then you're, you know, all the things that we're supposed to be, then you're genuine, then you're authentic, you're not putting on anything, you, you're excited about this organization. And, um, you know, if, if the right 
fit is there, it will happen. Yeah. Because we're going to represent them really well. Does it make sense to, before you go on uh, your first call with somebody, um, to have like a, a list of questions that you fill out or someone in your organization fills out for you in regards mm-hmm. to that person? Like, what did the person do for a living or what do they do for a living? Um, how do we find out about them? Uh, what are their hobbies are, you know, I mean, with the internet searches nowadays, you can find out so much about people. I know it's I mean, scary. You, can, you don't want to be a creeper. And be, right. Yeah, I know you got to be careful, right? So I think the natural questions are always, you know, tell me about your family. Tell me about your family. Um, tell me how, um, tell me about your business. You know, how did you find such success? And, you know, people light up when they're talking about the things that are really important to them. So you don't think it's so it sounds like what you're saying is don't do what I just said. You know, don't do any pre uh, investigative. Yeah, I think it's okay. The types of questions, you know, there are certain types of questions that we use. They're, you know, they're open ended. And again, it sounds very formulaic. But, you know, I think if if I'm lucky enough um, to, to be with an individual who already has a relationship with this individual or has some connection to them, then, you know, usually I would, I would suggest to that individual that they talk about, listen, I am really invested in this organization, um, you know, Stephen, and, I wanted to bring Mary Beth here so so we could she get to know you and you know we can have a conversation about what may be in, of interest to you. But first, you know, tell tell Mary Beth a little bit about you know why don't I tell you a little bit about what I know about Stephen and um, and then you know let's just have a normal conversation. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I do you, you know the minute you know. <clears throat> Hi, I'm a major gift officer, which is why I don't, I'm a major gift officer. I'm not here for a small gift. I'm here for a major gift. (laughs) Such, uh, you know, it's so much better to be a philanthropic advisor or I don't know, just, it it sounds so predatory, you know? Yeah. So I think, I wish we could come up with different titles, um, you know, because really, you know, that just is, I think, you know, like who wants to meet with a major gift officer <laughs> or a philanthropic, yeah, yeah. even a philanthropic advisor, but I still think that's a little, um, a little more in tune with, you know, what we want to do is, you know, find out who you are and, and if there's a match, you know, then have a conversation about things that might, you know, match with your values and your vision and what really matters to you. Um you know, and so it takes time to build that kind of relationship where you're going to, you know, to learn those things. But if we start at with real places, tell me about your family, um, you know, your children, uh, you know, there's, you know, tell, tell me about you. So, you know, I get, then I have, then the conversation is more authentic. It just starts off in a, in a real place. So this this question has been in the back of my mind um, for a while since we've been talking. I, I was you know I kind of wanted to go one direction and work my way back, but 
How do you, you know, keep in mind that a, a large majority of our listeners run small nonprofits. So, sure. you know, yeah. right. So yeah. like, I think a lot of times it's the executive director, <clears throat> the executive director who's, who's kind of trying to, you know, work with the, the, the bigger, um, yeah. donors. Um, how do you know when you, you know, before you even meet with the person that, you know, you kind of qualify them as somebody who has quite a bit of uh, financial capability. How do you kind of know that? So um, the the truth is, you know, there's all sorts of different indicators, but the truth is, is that um, no matter how small the nonprofit is, if they are able to afford uh, professional research, professional professional research, it is so much worth the effort because the smaller the nonprofit, the less time, um, the less time they have to not be strategic. <laughs> I mean, they can't, they, and they can't afford to be blanketing the earth with direct mail that doesn't work. Um, so, you know, looking for individuals, you know, if you have the, if you invest in, um, you know, the, the software that helps you to uh, identify those individuals that, you know, have given to organizations similar to yours, um, you know, have the capacity so that, you know, the, the smaller you can make your net, um, the more strategically you can use your time. So I think a lot of nonprofits think, you know, we can't afford that fancy research. Um, but it's become, you know, much more affordable. Uh, not that it's free, but, you know, you can get professional research, you know, for a year for $3,000, you know, very high level professional research. And then, yeah. you know, you're really focusing on people that, you know, have some sort of alignment so that you're not, you know, you don't have to blanket the earth. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. you want to have these, you know, targeted conversations because as a small nonprofit, you don't have time or the resources to be, you know, just covering every base. So, so to well, me, what would, research what, sorry. Uh, investing in research is yeah. the way to ensure you're strategic and not wasting time. The, um, what would you just, uh, what would you type into Google to kind of get to those research companies to kind of, you know, see what's out there? What, what would you, what was, what's the, keyword that you would type in sure um you can you would just drop in a donor um prospect research you know prospect nonprofit prospect research and a okay. host of companies a host of companies will will come up okay um, okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. It's not my world, so I, I don't really, I, you know, know what was out there. You know, I don't yeah. think I've had. I mean, you can Google them and, you know, you'll find out all sorts of interesting things and that can help yeah. you gauge. Um, but using the softwares, you know, they have all the right search engines. And so, you know, you, you know, you, you'll find, you know, the individuals that, you know, probably have an interest in the space that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you use that space? I'm sorry, that software uh, to um, 
look for donors that are in your area. So as a prospecting yeah. tool too. So it's not yeah. just, oh, uh, Jack Doe, he's coming in to see me tomorrow. I want to see if he's qualified, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then do research on him. But you could say, oh, wow, these are the people in this area that have some. Have the capacity and yeah. what we call the affinity. You know, they have the capacity to make a, a you know, they should have the capacity based on um, based on the software. We should be able to, you know, understand because, you know, whatever is public information, um, you know, so we should understand at least their real estate, um, any public stock. Uh, we may be able to see any public stock. I mean, it's kind of frightening, but yeah. it, I know it's frightening. But we all realize now that, you know, every time, you know, everyone is collecting our information all the time, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, it is out there um, and it is it, it's it's not illegal. But again, the smaller the nonprofit, I think the more important it is for them to, you know, not waste time and resources, but to really identify, um, you know, individuals that are most likely to be interested. And then to, from there, you know, who in, in the nonprofit circle um, might be able to make um, an introduction and a connection Um and, you know, and then, you know, do your homework, understand who you, you know, what you can from the research, uh, and then just go in there, uh, you know, with, with the connector, for lack of a better word, and learn about who this individual is, um, who they are. And based on the conversation, just like you said, you're going to follow, you know, you're going to follow their lead. You're going to, you know, And then, you know, you'll you'll be able to provide an update. You'll be able to provide something of value that is interesting to them um, if you're really present and listening. So I want you to think about that, you know, when you first started getting involved in this um, uh, and, you know, and when I say this, I mean, you know, trying to to uh, work and, and develop relationships with big donors yeah. Uh, what was the thing that you remember that was your learning curve and your 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 stumbling block and the things that you kind of really you you remember you had to kind of overcome uh, for those of us who are you know kind of newer to this? Sure. Um, I think that you know for me. Uh, it's, I think what I learned is that, you know, I always do my due diligence and I'm, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm very prepared. I'm type A, you know, and it's not about that. I mean, it's good. You know, you never walk into a room or waste anyone's time by not being prepared for the meeting, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, if I, you know, do my work, I understand who my organization is. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't try to outline the conversation. If I just am present and real, that's, you know, if I connect on that level, that's, you know, that's what matters. I don't have to, you know, I just have to be the more real I am, the more real they'll be. Um, mm-hmm. and that's where we find the connection, right? That's where we find the connection. It's not, um, in, 
you know, some perfect soliloquy with, you know, these, it's, it's not about that. It's much more about listening um, and really being present. And because I know my organization, um, you know, once I know who you are, I know what, you know, I should know. And, you know, and, and then I can check, you know, I'd, I'd love to, what would you like to know about the hospital? What would you like to know about the food bank? Um, can, would you like an update? I can tell you a couple, you know, and, you know, find, find their interest and then go there <laughs> and, you know, yeah. you know, your organization well enough that you're flexible, that you can have yeah. those conversations. So I think, you know, when you're younger, um, you know, you want to do it perfectly and, then just like everything, you know, the more vulnerable we are, the more real we are, the better the connection. Yeah. Um, we have about five minutes left. So after, yeah, so I know. Well, this, this, this topic could go on for two, three hours, right? Yeah, we could so. go on. And I know, uh, you know, at, at some point, uh, we'll, at the end, I will, I will ask you for some, where people can get some additional resources, sure. but, um, but, after you've gotten to that point, you've had the meeting with the donor, um, you've, uh, you know, you, you did your research before you went or you really, you know, got a lot out of the call. What is the next thing that you kind of do later on? So the next thing is, is in that conversation, how can I be of value? That's the question. How can I be of value to this individual? How do I add value? So you've had a conversation about this, that, or the other thing, and you, you know, what you want to do is follow up on that. Let me get you more information about that. Let me, um, perhaps I can have, um, you know, the content expert on that particular, um, you know, I, most of my career has been in healthcare. So let me find, let me have you speak with Dr. So-and-so who's actually done this research so they can speak with you more directly about, you know, their research and their passion. Um, I, I can give you, why don't I, I'll send you an overview, but let me, let me set up a call for you if you'd like. And then yeah. again, have the conversation <laughs> just, yeah. Again, you know, most people, if you say, um, hey, would you like to go with me uh, to to talk with a, someone who may invest with us, you know, may invest in our organization? They're like, oh, you mean that fundraising stuff? And I'm like, no, I want you to talk about how excited you are about the research. That's all I want you to do. Yeah. So that's what the next thing that I would do is provide value, um, send them an article and then suggest, if you'd like, I can give you a tour of the particular wing of the hospital that you're interested in or whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this research. If you'd like to talk with Dr. So-and-so, um, let me see if I can arrange a conversation. And then uh, is there a next step after that? Sure. <laughs> There's yeah. lots of stuff. So usually it's, you know, a major gift is usually a, a series that can last anywhere between three months, which would be super quick, um, you know, to, to a year and sometimes longer. Um, so, so I think it's just, a, it's the value proposition. It's continuing to bring um, value uh, to, um, to the conversation and, um, you know, making sure that you're, you know, continuing to rep your, represent your organization and provide, 
you know, a content, you know, and follow up on things. I think I probably the best secret, uh, if there is a secret, and now it's like a real novelty, but I've always been someone who writes, handwrites, personal notes. Um, it's the things that it's um, the little small things that matter. I've had, um, you know, people who have become have become donors that will pull out my handwritten notes and say, I just love getting these notes. And I, they'll, they'll like share a stack with me <laughs> that they've been yeah. me. So um, those thoughtful things, I just, it, you know, I worked with an individual who every single day ate a peanut butter sandwich, big, big deal individual. They had peanut butter every single day. And for their birthday, I sent them a case of <laughs> Teddy peanut butter. They're yeah, still yeah. talking about it because I was, yeah. you know, because I listened. It's, you know, it's, I listened and, and yeah. he loves Teddy peanut butter now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about being, being considerate, right? It's about yeah, like the uh, stuff your mom taught us. Yeah. Yeah. So, let me ask yeah. you, so let me, let, let me ask you this. Yeah. I'll put you in this scenario. You have this meeting and the, the guy who comes in is Bill Gates. Right. <laughs> right. Right. He, he comes in. Say, have you called Bill Gates? <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and he sits down with you and you've done the playbook, uh, so to speak. You've done all this, you know, yeah. the, the, the things that you're really good at. And at the end, he says, OK, um, I'll give you three thousand dollars for your cause. When And let's say you're running a pretty large organization. Um. Is there ever a time when you uh, kind of go back at Bill Gates at this point and say, "Bill, you know, you know, I don't, yeah. you, you, how would you how would you word it? I don't know, you know, Bill, you know, do you, you know, I was thinking closer to you know two hundred fifty thousand, you know, you know, when someone comes in and kind of doesn't give you that much, do you say yeah. something?" Um, so usually I would, uh, so here's what I haven't told you is, you know, when, when the time is right, the relationship has been built, the individual is, you know, giving me an indication, you know, that they, they're interested. Um, then I usually talk about, um, a program broadly. So I talk about the program broadly, like this is what we need to get to the next level, um, you know, of this research, we need this technology, whatever it might be. Uh, and that's a, you know, that's going to cost us X, Y, Z millions. Right. Um, and then when I come to that meeting um, where it's appropriate to be asking for the gift, I would, um, you know, I've been listening. And so I would, I might come to that conversation with, um, you know, the, the large project is, is this, and there are many components of it. I was, you know, I was wondering if you would be interested in making a gift between this and that amount to do, you know, to bring us to this point. And in my mind, I can, I can, and if they say, well, I was, you know, then you have to be comfortable talking about money. We're talking about money now. <laughs> so, so this is what the, this is the scope of the project. Um, this is what I was, uh, you know, this is along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, 
and I'm really interested in this particular thing. And I, I know, okay. So on the one end of the spectrum, we could, you know, we could launch a pilot on this other end of the spectrum, you know, we can launch the whole program. So between, you know, $25,000 and three, four, five, 10 million, you know, we can really get somewhere. Where do you feel most comfortable? Uh, And, you know, people come right across, (laughs) they'll say, but if you set some parameters um, for that, if you kind of the same thing, if you're still in discovery, if you put out some numbers, you know, say this is the scope and, you know, you'll, they'll, they'll immediately react. Like, is it, is it common? You know, they're going to give you feedback, right? Wow. I, you know, I wasn't thinking of anything along those lines and I would say, you know, I'm, I'm just giving you the scope of the whole project and, you know, and here's, here's how it needs, you know, here's how it will roll out. Here's what I hear you telling me about your interest. And so we're, you know, we're in this range. Is, is that comfortable for you? Is that something you consider? Now, the scenario so, that we just uh, paint, the scenario we just painted, is that more common than uncommon where somebody um, doesn't say, okay, well, here, I'll give you, I'm gonna, uh, before you have that discussion, they say, oh, okay, I'm going to give you X amount of money. Um, I guess you might even introduce that I, that concept to get more, right? Uh, um, well, you, you, yes and no. I mean, you inter, you're again, you're not pulling any punches. It's not like uh, you know. So this pro, I, I want to tell you the honest truth. This is what the scope of the project is. You know, this is the scope of the project. Um, you know, this is the area you're interested. This is this is what it's going to cost, right? So, um, and they're going to self-identify. They're going to have a response. Um, I'm going to see a response that, um, you know, they're going to be like, whoa, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so I, I'm, you know, I'm going to react or like, wow, Mary Beth, you're not wasting any time here, are you? <laughs> or um, they're, they're going to be, you know, they're going to give me an indication if I'm really paying attention. Um, yeah, no, I would think too, if you, if you didn't do your initial steps and you come back with that, you know, request that's really high so quickly, then it's also maybe a sign that you didn't do your, um, that's your on development. Me. Yeah. Yes. So I'd be like, you know what? It wasn't the right time yet. I hadn't developed a relationship. I, di- I didn't learn, you know, I didn't, I, I also maybe didn't present, you know, our organization in the best way. I have to get better at this next time. And, you know, it's, it's always a challenge. It's not a one and done, you know, again, hopefully Mm -hmm. we've built enough trust that, you know, if they come in, you know, if they come in low ball and I've, I've done, you know, I've done things as well as I can, I've had the introduction, um, you know, I've approached them well, then I should, you know, I would say I'm so, you know, I really appreciate this gift. This makes, uh, you know, this makes a difference. This is what we'll be able to do with this. Um, I'm going to report back to you on on the results of your investment um, or your gift. I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep in touch with you and let you know how this um, particular research or, you know, this particular wing of the hospital or whatever it is, 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 you know, how, how it's doing. And most importantly, how our, 
you know, the benefit to our patients. I'm going to get back to you and I'm going to keep the conversation going. You know, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to like make them crazy, but I'm going to, you know, kind of gauge what's the right time for me to have another conversation with them. What can I provide them of value um, about their investment? And, and, you know, the more I, you know, the more I do that, you know, without, you know, pressure sales, <laughs> the better results I, I get. I get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, if people want to learn more about um, what you're talking about, uh, you know, do you have information and additional stuff on your website? I do. I have um, I have a blog. I have resources um, under, you know, under my website, either, um, you know, either under resources or the blog. You can learn more and you can always call me. <laughs> Um, you can always call me and have a conversation with me. Uh, I think probably, um, I, I'm very enthusiastic about what I do, so it will, there's no way I'm not going to give you something of value in a conversation. Yeah. yeah but yeah. You, can, you can learn enough from me, you know, looking at my website about who I am and the approach I use. Yeah. What's your website address? Sure. Um, it's uh, Mary Beth, M-A-R-I-B-E-T-H, Canning, C-A-N-N-I-N-G, Consulting. How's that for an original name? <laughs> Consulting.com. Um, and I also have uh, Mindful Philanthropy. And that's when I, I work on the other side of the table. So I work with uh, philanthropists. Um, multi-generational families and um, entrepreneurial um, businesses to help them develop, um, a, you know, kind of a plan for their philanthropy uh, that is going to kind of be really meaningful for them, you know, so that they're not feeling like an ATM machine. Hopefully they're yeah, having yeah. conversations with the organizations, you know, that it's, you know, really fulfilling for them. You know, if, um, although I've, um, I, I've been on a nonprofit, small nonprofit board for a, a long time. Um, I've never been an executive director and you know, that's a lot of our listeners here t today. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, executive directors are, you know, running around like crazy, you know, they're, they're really busy. And I think once, um, once you really kind of get the hang of it, my guess is you're, you're looking to move into more of this area where it, allows you to develop relationships, allows you to make a bigger impact on the money that's coming into the nonprofit. I think it's a natural progression for um, executive directors who are newer at their job. And I'm talking about a couple of years mm -hmm. to be able to move into this idea of, you know, major fundraising donors, you know? Yeah. I think that what you, at least for me, um, you know, I started off as an executive director of a small nonprofit, um, half a million dollar budget. Um, and, you know, what you realize really quick is that, you know, in these small nonprofits, it's very hand to mouth. And it's like, I, I have to bring as much as I need to be an executive director and understand the, you know, be a manager and, understand um, the content of what it is the organization does and be able to articulate that. I also 
um, I got to do this fundraising. You know, I, I have to because I got to, you know, a long time ago, I was taught no money, no mission. So uh, I don't think there's a, if there's an executive director out there that isn't, doesn't understand that fundraising is a part, a really important part of their job. Um, it's really important to get comfortable with it because, you know, you in a big shop, in a little shop, you know, you represent the organization. And if people are going to give a gift of um, means, they want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. They want to talk Good to stuff. the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot, lot more. I'd uh, love to see, you know, look on your website and kind of, I, I would suggest that there was, you know, take a closer look at, at uh, Mayor Beth's website and, and then give her a call too. talk to her. Yeah. You know, if, I'm chatting. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine if you're, you know, if you're doing the right things, the, you know, you'll make it, it you'll make a big impact on people uh, ability to, to, to get raise funds. I would imagine. Um, I mean, I, I had a personal coach for, for my business for you know 10 years and, you know, for, for what she charged me was nothing compared to what it, you know, I, I, you know, I, I benefited from it. So it makes a lot of sense to me as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a really good way to think about it. I, I uh, really, um, I think fun, fundraising, people's reaction to it is always like, oh, but I think it's a, I really think we bring, you know, we bring purpose and meaning um to, you know, we help people live a life of purpose and meaning and we connect, you know, individuals uh, with um, organizations and missions that, you know, connect with them. So it's a yeah. great job and it brings a lot of joy to both sides of the equation. Yeah, I think it's the way you frame things, you know, if you can frame it in a way that um, that really it excites yourself then, you know, there's different ways of looking at it. And if you, if you put your own little, little um, personality and approach onto why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. um, it, it makes a big difference, you know, especially if you have someone who's not a type A personality, you know, they have to, maybe that's not the most uh, fun, the funnest thing they do, yeah. uh, you know, and so now you change it so that it, you know, it fits your, your um, right. approach. Yeah. yeah, because everyone, you know, I have a lot of enthusiasm um, and, I, you know, I have to moderate myself some, you know, sometimes I have to, you know, kind of, you know, I, I can be, I, I'm very enthusiastic about the causes I work with, the causes I have worked with. And so, you know, I think everybody has their style, but we also have to be aware of what is going on for the other person and somewhat moderate ourselves. Yeah. Cool. All right. Good. Good stuff. So, um, we, you know, that's all the time we have for today. Um, it, it was a great topic. Uh, and I would like to thank so very much Maribeth Canning from Maribeth Canning Consulting for coming on to today's podcast. It was great. And if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, the Nonprofit MBA podcast has become really popular. We're getting thousands of listeners uh, and if you like today's podcast, please give us a review on your podcasting app and help us get the word out by telling other people about the nonprofit MBA. 
And if and of course, if you're looking for a line of credit for your nonprofit, you can call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. Uh, Maribeth, um, I'll have all your uh, your website in and uh, uh, contact information in the notes from the show. Hey. And um, you know, again, it's Maribeth Canning Consulting.com, M-A-R-I-B-E-T-H Canning, C-A-N-N-I-N-G Consulting.com. And uh, I just want to thank everybody out there for making the world a much better place. We are, you know, all responsible for our part in making this world better. And, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been a challenge and, uh, We need to do our part. So I want to thank everybody. Everybody have a fantastic day and really enjoy. Get outside and go do something. And uh, it was great, great having you on board. I'll see you. Bye-bye.